Welcome to the Ben Armstrong Show, folks. So glad that you have joined me. Ed Dowd says excess deaths on the rise. Again, it actually went down for a short period of time, but now it looks like, especially in the third quarter, that excess death, most likely from the vaccine, what else could it possibly be? It's on the rise. Also, we have China. I just gave you yes uh, the, the last show I did uh, all about China. Uh, it's amazing. They have a five-point plan that they have enacted and are in action right now. And these major news stories are, are being dropped during the slow holiday weekend cycles. So a lot of people aren't going to know this stuff because this major, major stuff is happening when people who work in the news take the week off, let alone people aren't paying attention in a, in, in a holiday news cycle, not like they, they normally do. So we'll get to China as well. But Ed Dowd, first, I want to get to because we've always said they can't hide the dead bodies. You, you can say people died suddenly. You don't know the cause. You, you, you can purposefully not diagnose people with uh, side effects of the vaccine and act like they don't have it. And doctors are afraid to diagnose people with having all sorts of new problems because of getting the vaccine. So they've been able to hide statistically all that, but we've always known the one thing they can't hide is the amount of bodies. And if, if the vaccine rolls out, I said this at the very beginning, I said there will be a game set match moment and it will probably take a year after the vaccine is rolled out. And it came true. My, I threw the gauntlet down. I said, if we have all of a sudden all this excess death and it's not explained, it's game, set, match. The only thing that would have happened is the vaccine rollout, and then we have way more people dying. Well, we've had that. The worst part is, is we've had it grow. It, it isn't getting better. For short periods of time, it gets better. I have a theory on that. For a short period of time, you will see a drop. So America has seen actually it drop. I believe down to 10% excess mortality not too long ago. But because the vaccine harms people's immune systems, it makes sense that there will be periods of time in which you would have less death and more death depending on the cold and flu season. Because if your immune system is being damaged through VADES, if VADES is happening to people, they're going to be fine if you're going through months and months in which people don't usually get sick. And then when the months hit that you usually do get sick in those months, your immune system is damaged. Now you have a much more likely chance of dying due to what the vaccine has done to your immune system. That doesn't even count the myocarditis, the blood clotting, and all sorts of other issues that the vaccine causes. Just overall, your immune system is damaged. Don't forget that vaccinated women do not have normal placentas as well. Up to 
There may be an exception here and there, but I've heard several reports of how if you're vaccinated in a woman, doesn't mean you can't have a baby. doesn't mean the placenta isn't allowing babies to live. A lot of times it's not. That's why you're having a, ri- a massive rise in miscarriages. But what was amazing is, is they're not seeing normal placentas. Only in the unvaccinated are you seeing normal placentas. To me, that's 100% proof. To me, it is that this is clearly an attack on population. And I think that was the main agenda. The main agenda of the vaccine isn't to have people just drop dead suddenly. It's to control birthing rights, control population, damage your reproductive systems. It damages men's reproductive systems in the sperm count. We know that for a fact. It damages women's reproductive systems. We know the women, were right after they were getting a shot, we're having all sorts of bleeding issues and all sorts of reproductive issues. And we know the placentas are not normal in women who are vaccinated. I think that was the goal. But then they knew if it damages the immune system, like AIDS can do, and it's an artificial kind through VADES, through the vaccine, people will die of anything. And that, again, is hard to trace it to the vaccine because you've destroyed the immune system. You cannot trace the death to the vaccine per se because people die of heart attacks. People die of getting a sickness and it's too much for their body to take and they die. And so it's a perfect bioweapon. It is the perfect bioweapon. And that's what's scary. Let's get to the excess death that Ed Dow was talking about. He was on Bannon's war room. Take a listen. You've got an update on what died suddenly. Give me a stats, but how can people take the government seriously when... And in your analysis is, is the most brutal when they will lie about the most basic things. You know, the, the, the statistics in excess deaths, and now we're doing research on cancer and, and cardiovascular issues, some, some of the uh, causes, it's, it's devastating. The good news is in the U.S., our excess deaths for uh, 25 to 44 are at 10% for the general population versus the U.K., which went to a new high for that age group of about 20%. So, you know, I, I credit this this uh, program and uh, other conservative outlets that uh, get the message out on the vaccine. So booster uptake is way down. It seems to be helping out the USA more so than other countries. But uh, I will say this. Uh, the, the Society of Actuaries is showing acceleration in the third quarter. Has The numbers haven't printed yet, but my insider says it's running around 32%. for. Holy cow. So he gives you good news and says... You know, we've gotten aware now. People are not getting the boosters. We actually saw America's excess death finally drop to 10%. But then I think he saw him out in a certain age group. I think he, he, they focus on the working class, but I'm not sure 100% on that. But he does talk about that. It's because. The people of working age were mandated, a lot of them, to get the vaccine. So you're seeing millennials and people of working age getting hit harder. Anyways, but a rise up to, what did he say, 32% in the third quarter? And there may be even a rise after that. So you're actually seeing an influx, but it's 
it's on the rise. They just don't have the official stats. So my headline looks a little bit premature. You hear me play the cut and he's saying, oh, there's a downfall, but there isn't. There's a big rise. They just haven't finished with all the data. So the rise is, is here again. And we're going into 2023. And I don't know if this is ever going to end. Because with people's immune systems being damaged, there's always going to be delayed deaths due to the vaccine. The immune system, it appears, once it's damaged by the vaccine, we don't have any indication that it will ever restore itself. Very much like AIDS. AIDS uh, destroys the immune system. So it and it doesn't ever repair itself. It's always a weakened immune system forevermore. It's scary. More the millennials. Uh, so there's something going on with the employed of our country because they, they were mandated, and uh, that's going to have long-term ramifications down the road. And we abilities in June spike up another million. Uh, and that has a, a lagging effect on deaths. So morbidity leads mortality. So I expect this uh, this fourth quarter and first quarter of uh, next year to show an acceleration in excess deaths in the U.S. Go, go, go back and what do you mean 32 percent in the millennials? Give me that statistic. That's again that, that's, the society, that's, that's the society of actuaries. Uh, first quarter, they showed 18 percent for millennials in, in the group life cohort. These are the, you know, the Fortune 500 mid-sized companies. Then they, uh, uh, 12% in the first quarter, 18% in Q2. And I'm being told it's accelerating to 32% in the third quarter. We don't have fourth quarter numbers yet, but the numbers haven't printed officially, but my insider has been pretty, pretty dead spot on. So excess deaths are accelerating. And that makes sense because in the news, you're seeing all sorts of uh, high profile deaths. Fox News just had two reporters die suddenly, very young. It's happening a lot the last couple of months. So the, when the numbers come in, I'm sure they'll be high. Now you've got uh, you've updated the book, right? I want to make sure everybody understands that. If we can put the cover up, talk to us about the the, the statistical update on the book. Yeah, so in the book, um, it's still analyzing uh, excess deaths as of 2022, but we added a bunch of new uh, sudden uh, young people dying into the book uh, for the first half of 2023. So it's got new uh, new stories in there. Uh, and all we do, again, we don't identify whether the person's been vaccinated or not. We just print the story as it is. Usually the cause of death is unknown. And uh, that's uh, that's what we're doing. We're just basically trying to reiterate this isn't stopped. It's it's continuing on. And unfortunately, there seems to be waves to this, lulls and then reaccelerations, lulls, reaccelerations. And unfortunately, there may be some is this, is this has this hit the the you got the society of actuaries in here has this hit the insurance company's profitability yet yeah so they what they've done with group life is they just raise prices what they're going to have to really worry about long term is uh, their whole life policies where they change their long term uh, uh, mortality assumptions which they haven't done yet once they do that there's going to be a bunch of uh, uh, losses run through their income statements right now they're yeah you forget about the insurance companies have to look ahead to all of this as well. The, folks, the excess death is irrefutable evidence and it's unexplainable. But you know what proves it's the vaccine? The government isn't interested in finding out why the world 
is having excess death all around the world, mostly in the Western world and in the most vaccinated countries, they don't want to identify why is there so much excess death? I mean, let's just pretend you, you, you know, it's not the vaccine in your own mind. It's not the vaccine. Okay. Then aren't you demanding an investigation into let's figure what this is. It could save your own child's life. Let's figure out why all these young people are dying in massive excess amounts compared to before. Wouldn't you want to find that out? But the fact that they, they don't look into it, they don't want to find out the cause, means they already know what the cause is. And they can't say anything because they know the cause is the vaccine, and therefore... They'll never tell you. And it, it and that's that's a smoking gun right there. The fact that they don't investigate it proves they already know it's the vaccine. All right. Now, I got to move on, though, because I promised you there's lots going on with China. And if you saw on my last show, China has a five-point plan that they have put in place, and it is pretty scary. This is This is not about the five-point plan. But this adds on. So if you missed my last show, make sure you go and and watch that one about the Chinese five-point plan that is in place happening right at this moment. It's not the plan that they say they might do sometime in the future. They are actively doing it right at this moment. And then you add this to, now we get more evidence about China and how much our government really knew about what that Chinese spy balloon really did. Our bought-off politicians and the Biden administration allowed China to damage our military more than you could possibly think with that balloon. And that's what you're going to find out right now. Here's Jack Posobiec on with Steve Bannon. But also with the Biden administration, because they know they say this is a slow news week. They say people are off doing the holidays. They're off doing Christmas. They're with family. They're doing New Year's. They're not paying attention. So this is the week that you want to air your dirty laundry. If you've got stories that you need to drop, you get them out. You put it out this time. You don't have it out. Now what do we have? We have a leak. And this is something that the War Room Posse cannot let go. We can't let this go as we cover up different things. All the way back in February, what did I come on this program and tell you? What did I tell you on Human Events Daily? I said, that is not a balloon. That is a spy platform. It is in geosynchronous orbit, and it is hovering directly over what? Maelstrom Air Force Base. That's the 341st missile wing. That's your Minutemen 3 silos. That's our ICBMs. If we were going to get into a nuclear war with China, this would be our first strike, potentially even second strike capability if they still existed after that first strike. It's hovering directly over. And by the way, and I was getting reports all that week of people saying they're looking up, seeing this spy platform come over their towns and say, hey, my cell phone's getting funny. Hey, my all, all the cell phone service in our town dropped Monarch, Montana. I remember talking to people there, Monarch, Montana, right outside of Maelstrom. They said all the cell phone service went down. And I said, look, it's very clear what's happening. 
Wi-Fi signals, cell phone signals, whatever signals are getting sucked up and vacuumed into this thing, it's going to pick up everything it possibly can. That's why you're getting these issues. And the Biden administration came out. And I remember so even the Wall Street Journal, even the Wall Street Journal tried to play this down uh, when it first happened. And so many other places, all the neocons said, no, 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 it's not a big deal. Well, now we and I said, it's sucking up signals. And they said, no, it's not connected. We would never allow that. And U.S. military would never allow that. They would never do that. The greatest military in the world. Guess what? Not only was it spying on us. Now we find out that it was hooked up to the United States Internet through an American uh, ISP, Internet Service Provider. But also, and this is the buried lead. NBC tried to bury this. We're not going to bury it. Wait for it. Breaking news. The Biden administration sought and most likely received a FISA warrant on the Chinese spy balloon platform when it traversed the United States. This is huge. They knew it sucked up tons of military intelligence. Where are our nuclear missile storage, where we store our, our first strike nuclear missiles, and they allowed it to sit there and hover and gather all of this information damaging our military big time when you factor in that we have open borders and we know the Chinese are sending and they've been caught sending uh, active Chinese special forces have entered through our southern border into America. How many? I have no idea. But they are setting up special forces teams all over America through our open borders. This is not an opinion. We know it. We also know that they were setting up and buying up farmland near our military bases. This is to make sure that if they have a surprise attack on America, we don't respond. They might be able to set up something that a secret weapon that I'm not aware of to shut all the electrical systems down so we couldn't respond near that base and they know exactly where to go, where to place something so that if a first strike happens, boom to America and an order is given to respond, maybe they'll have that those areas shut down. Boom. I bet you they have some sort of capability of doing it, like a miniature, you know, ICBM. I, I don't know. The point is, is it's extremely dangerous. And in that other episode, we talked about the five-point plan. They've been caught with uh, biological weapon labs in America. Well, one for sure, but we know there's more. And what's that for? To release onto the people so that diseases will go and kill remnants of the people in which aren't bombed. And if you're trying to capture the farmland, you would release biological weapons to thin out the population in middle America so you don't have to blow it to smithereens in an attempt to keep the farmland. Because again, what has deterred China from doing anything all the way up to this point is, is if they go too fast, their entire country will starve. They import 50% of their food, and a lot of it comes from America. They have to get that situation to a comfortable rate. 
Now, these are communists. Xi doesn't care if he loses millions of people to starvation. He doesn't want to lose his elites to starvation. So you have to have a certain amount of function, people functioning so that the elites can still get served, still get food. They have to get to that point. The masses, they might allow to starve. But if you allow, I shouldn't say, you can't allow the majority of the masses because people have to serve you when you're a, a communist regime. You have to have, I would think they'd be ex acceptable of losing 30% of their population to starvation if they could guarantee that they could feed 70% of it. This is me just guessing, but that's how they are. But they don't want a situation where they miscalculate and they're in a situation where, oh my gosh, 70% of their population is starving and then they're toast. That's, that's what they're waiting for is to figure that out. And remember, they have a backup plan and that is Australia in case they cannot get America's farmland. Little more from Jack Posobiec. Now, Steve, call me crazy, and I do say this as an Intel guy, and I know you're a tin can driver. What can I say? The tin cans don't dry themselves. But you don't get a FISA warrant if you don't think the thing is hooked up. They knew it was hooked up. They knew it was spying on Americans. They lied then. They're lying now. They're trying to hide it. We've got the receipts. They had a FISA warrant, and they lied about it. Just unbelievable information, but it's tied together when you combine what you know about this spy balloon and how many months ago that's been now for them to use the data that they gathered, and now you see they have implemented their five-point plan. It is on the move. They are actually doing it at this moment. The question is, when do they pull a trigger? Do they invade Taiwan? Like, I've never believed they would do that first. That would be one of the later things they would do. It's good to try to expose all of this, folks, because I'm fighting. I'm trying to prevent it. I, I want to pre prevent it for all of you. And I'm just going to give you the information. Fight as hard as you can. You want to take action. Always check out jbs.org. jbs.org where you can actually get involved and take action, where you, where you won't feel like, well, I, I'm sitting here, but I, I, I can't contribute. There's no place for me to go to take action, or where do I get resources to share with people? Just sharing the information on jbs.org or thenewamerican.com. Just sharing that, sharing this video is contributing, is doing something. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through him. I say, come, Lord Jesus, come. I love you guys. See ya! Welcome to the Ben Armstrong Show. Experts warn China is at the beginning of the end game. The beginning of the end game. They're all talking about it. It's not a good situation. Uh, folks, it seems like over the holiday weekends, it really, really, really is coming across that China has been moving forward with its allies for preparation for war. And uh, it's not just China.
it's you can see it's China behind the scenes, but there is a lot that is going on that if it, if people weren't busy with Christmas and the New Year, I think would pay a lot more attention. It really feels like they're ramping up that it's possible war is right around the corner, right at the beginning of 2024. I don't know. I don't know, but they're, they are moving, and China is desperate. China's economy, from reports, is really, really, really in trouble right now, uh, which means we could put economic pressure on them, but if they're already prepared for war and we put economic pressure on them, they are like a wounded animal and they might just pull the trigger. Look, uh, this is information for the third straight show I'm giving you on what China is doing. Uh, the five-point plan that they have implemented, and I said they were implementing it, and here's some more dangers about what's going on in China. Uh, and as we come out of the new year, or, or as we go right into the new year, we really need to be paying attention because I, I can't tell you what's going to happen. But take a listen to the, some of these experts talking about all of this. Here we go. This is from Newsmax. You've been telling us about this for some time, that China has a 100-year plan, that we are stuck in our own 24-hour news cycle. And now we see the beginnings of the endgame for China as they have effectively funded all of the acts of atrocities that we are trying to push back against. And when you don't have American leadership that calls them to account, it actually starts to have a compound effect. It certainly does. And we have seen this in the Biden administration because, as you pointed out, they haven't defended us. For instance, that open southern border. We are seeing packs of Chinese males, five to 15 at a time, um, not traveling with family members, pretending not to speak English, of military age. And Border Patrol, our Border Patrol, knows that some of them have links to the Chinese military. We know about these secret Chinese facilities throughout the U.S., including that secret biological weapons lab in Reedley, California. So they're putting yeah, in. Let me pause that. So there it is. I've been telling you this for a long time. We are catching these Chinese nationals and we know that they're connected to the military and we're letting them in. And then you combine that with finding the bioweapons lab in California, clearly designed so that they can release a bioweapon attack on the American people. No doubt about it. We don't know how many bioweapon labs they've, labs they've set up in other areas. There has to be more than that. We know that in their five-point plan that we find out that China has opened up a whole bunch of biological weapon labs in the Middle East. Clearly, that will be aimed at our soldiers. It is clear that China, from their five-point plan, is trying to have war tie America down in the Middle East, have their ally Iran pick it up, and I got a lot on that too. We'll try to get to that about Iran. Have the war occupy the U.S. military over there, even use bioweapons over there towards the military. Uh, this is this is amazing stuff because this they're on the move. Uh, they're they're ready. 
I don't know if they're ready to pull the trigger tomorrow, but they are, they're on the verge of being very ready to where this is my assumption. They are actually ready and our intelligence is lagging slightly behind and they could snap their fingers or a situation could happen to cause them to do this. So, okay. Back to the United States. I keep telling people you can't ignore it because we don't think it's ever possible that they would attack us first. But I try to tell people that makes more sense than attacking Taiwan and making us have a war over there. It makes more sense to do a surprise upon us. So they've got their Chinese nationals set up. They've bought in farmland near military bases. They've got biological weapons set up. They have special forces that have come into our country through our open borders, most likely prepared to attack our electrical grids. It's all right there. Here's more from Newsmax. The infrastructure to attack America from American soil. And of course, there's the fentanyl. As you point out, we can go on and on, but the Biden administration does not seem to care that this is a planning for an attack on the American people. Yes, it is. Folks, it reminds me of the story of Babylon in the Bible, where the most powerful nation was partying and they were drinking. And in New Year, we're partying, we're drinking. That's that's what the nothing's going to happen to us attitude. As the enemy was surrounding them. There had to be some intelligence. They just thought, oh, they'd never pull a trigger. There had to be some intelligence that the enemies were doing stuff and setting up stuff on the move back then. The mistake was they thought they were too powerful. It just didn't think it could happen. And this feels like that's where we're at. We are getting direct reports that our enemies are moving about, preparing for war. But we're not doing anything. Nothing. Here's more. Absolutely. In a general, I'll, I'll bring you in here because it appears to many that Russia in some ways has been content to become either a partially owned or wholly owned subsidiary of China, right? They have become, they've built this kind of symbiotic relationship when it comes to their economy. And so if you recognize that Russia in many ways, uh, basically a corporation under the Chinese Communist Party, if we know that Hamas and Hezbollah are a fact subsidiary of Iran, it also appears that Iran, in some ways, is a subsidiary of the Chinese Communist Party. So how do we nip this all in the bud if we know where the money is coming from and we know that where the money is going are to people who actually do not want to see the American people exist or the proliferation of life for our allies like the Jewish state of Israel? Joe and Gordon, it's great to be on with you and Happy New Year. You, 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 you gentlemen are talking about the exact right things. Look, breaking news. We are at war with China. We have been for some time. May not involve missiles and bombs, but it certainly involves what we call fifth dimensional or hybrid warfare, fifth generation warfare, where cyber, uh, informational, propaganda, business warfare, uh, extortion, 
blackmailing, compromising politicians, paying for politicians, making them do different things, and then co-opting countries. So there is this alliance, Russia, Iran, North Korea, and it is working to get rid of the U.S. dollar. It's pulling in to its gravitational pull uh, the Middle East and other countries, South Africa, now Central and South America, um, to try to, it's all aimed at one country, one country, and that is us. And if we don't have the will, if we're compromised in our government, and I mean on both sides of the aisle, if we allow Chinese dollars or Chinese uh, renminbi to keep flooding the system, co-opting our banking, then we are going to be at the end of the whip when they finally decide that this cow is weak enough for the slaughter. Um, they won't be successful because I'll say something hopeful. Uh, Xi Jinping and the CCP are playing a pair of twos at home. They are in major trouble. Their economy is in the sewer, but that also, unfortunately, militarily makes them very, very dangerous. Yeah, I don't know why he says they won't be successful. That depends on what you define as success. He's saying they won't be successful because they're playing a pair of twos. Their economy will collapse. Their people will starve. Yeah, but what if they're okay with that? What if they know that's temporary if you can get rid of America permanently? What if the plan is, okay, we'll take that hit. We'll lose a chunk of our population to starvation as long as the majority of our population stays strong. And if our economy is going to collapse anyways, as he's saying, China could look at it this way. If our economy is going to collapse anyways, and America has this much power over us anyways, it's going to happen regardless. So we might as well take them out. So they're not playing a pair of twos. They are a wild animal cornered because of the collapse of their economy, but feel like they could take advantage and end up ruling the world, forming the one world government, most likely. Now, if China tried to do this alone, I would agree with them. China can't do this alone. They're not doing it alone. Russia. Russia is there. Russia is helping. I really believe the Ukraine war has always been a distraction to drain our supplies. And Russia will help with a physical attack on America because the number one nuclear power with the best nuclear weapons and the and just tremendous uh, nuclear submarines that we can't even detect that can pop up anywhere. You get in, in line with them and you could easily pull this off and then you add in Iran and, and I will add in Iran, uh, but let me get back to Newsmax, then I'll give you what they were talking about with Russia uh, on Steve Bannon's show. But first, we'll finish up with this clip from Newsmax. Absolutely. I mean, it appears to me uh, that we have to start playing for keeps. Our enemies are playing for keeps. This new axis of evil uh, is humming like your favorite CD. I mean, you look at Iran, you look at Russia, you look at China. China and Russia doing joint naval exercises for the first time in modern history. China with a navy that is larger than our navy um, at a time when we all know that no matter what you want to say about the triad, history shows us uh, that most of the time the person with the largest navy wins. So, uh, look, I want to pivot here. Uh, 
Uh, Blaine, I'll come back to you because we have this uh, special article from Alan Dershowitz on Newsmax.com effectively saying Iran has declared war on the U.S. Again, when you know that it's Iran that's funding Hamas, Iran that's funding Hezbollah, Iran in many ways is yelling death to America. Is it fair to say that the time for trying to uh, pretend that Iran is our friend, send them candy canes and hope that an Iran nuclear deal will make them play nice in the sandbox is over. We need American leadership that finally treats Iran like the terrorist actor that they are. He is so right. Folks, Iran is basically already at war with us. They're attacking our military bases right now. What? Let me ask you guys this question. What does it look like before a, a bunch of enemies combine together to do a surprise attack. What does it look like? It looks like this. This is what it looks like. And it's all on the response of the people that are supposed to be protecting us. Are they taking it seriously that America could be attacked in its homeland? You see, it's always making it look like that's the thing I think mentally our government doesn't think could ever happen. They can't get past. They are mentally blocked, I think supernaturally by God, that we're never going to get strike. That They wouldn't strike us here. If something's going to happen, it's going to happen over there. Clearly it is. It's all, They're already doing it. They're having it happen in the Middle East. But that is to weaken us so that a strike can happen here. The question is, when do they believe they've depleted us enough through Ukraine and through the Middle East to where they think, and they have their people in place through our open borders to pull the trigger? That's the question. It's not even a question of whether they're doing it. They're doing it. We're ignoring it. Let me, let me get you to Russia now. It's little things like this. I've always believed the Ukraine war has been part of the plan to distract us. And look, as Ukraine is dying down and the West is losing interest in, in the Ukraine, it actually is. What does Putin do? He goes and does the biggest strike out of nowhere to perk the West interest back up into Ukraine. Why would you do that? Why would you do that unless... You're, try, you're jumping up and down saying to America, look over here, look over here. They want us to look over at Ukraine and be distracted. Watch. Harnwell, uh, Putin is testing, brother. He's testing, see what the appetite is to expand this. The Persians are testing with the Houthis and the Persians are testing with their militias in Lebanon. They're testing right now and they're killing Americans and wounding Americans in, that should never be in Iraq right now. But Putin's also testing. Tell me, tell me how that's happening. It's strange, Steve. Good morning to you. It's strange because right now on, what is it, the 29th of December, right in the middle in the Western sphere between Christmas and New Year's Day, Putin would launch his largest airstrike yet of this war. When newsrooms around the world are struggling for copy, you know, newspapers sort of are struggling to fill their, fill their pages, he does this now when it will get maximum penetration in the West, when one might have thought Putin's strategy would be, you know, the West is drifting away from this war, it's losing interest, just 
kick the can down the road, uh, let that support peter out, um, and don't, don't do anything to, to galvanise uh, the West. So why now? Well, according to one account, well, the, the, the principal account is that this is retaliation for what, for what the mainstream Western mainstream media call the humiliating uh, attack on the Novochair uh, cask, which was the, the, the Russian warship. Um, I don't think so, Steve. Now, the, the International Bureau has been following this story all day. Um, I have a different interpretation to what's going on. I think what Putin has done now is one of these missiles just passed five miles, five kilometers, excuse me, over the, the Russian-Polish border. Um, President Duda of Poland has, has convoked his... Well, I'm secure- going to have to stop it there. He doesn't think... I don't know if he thinks exactly the same as me. I, I think Putin is distracting us, trying to keep us from what the real plan is. And the real plan is hit America when it's weak, when it doesn't expect it, in a very quick strike, bam, 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 and it's over. To the point where if you do it right, there might not even be a response from the United States whatsoever. No response. And you have the leader in place in America, Joe Biden, to allow it to happen and to not give a response and wouldn't even know what to do. And to me, this is all fulfillment. It's all been setting up. So I have to warn you because it's all at the door. You can't say it's me fear-mongering you. I'm sorry that the rest of the press doesn't give you this information. I'm sorry that you have to come to me to get a lot of this. I mean, clearly Newsmax and uh, Real America's Voice is covering it. And even Fox News is covering it, which is great. But not to the point where people are massively aware. Let's let's look at Fox News as they talk about Iran. Folks, it's all happening. It, uh, I, I think it's close. I don't know what this, you never know in war. You never know what is going to push something farther back or make something move quick. Or if, if they have a timeline and they're they're right on their timeline. I don't know. But take a listen. Here's from Fox News. Listen to this. Experts are warning of Iran's intentions as Tehran-backed fighters target U.S. bases in Iraq and Syria and attack ships in the Red Sea. One expert telling The New York Post, quote, we are pretending we're not at war, but the Iranians and the Houthis are at war with us. This is all part of a greater Iranian plan to defeat the United States, to get the U.S. to abandon the Middle East so it could spread the Iranian Islamic Revolution in Iraq and Syria in Lebanon to defeat Israel, to defeat the Saudis. Fox News contributor and retired Marine bomb tech joey jones joins us now double j great to see you as always <laughs> is the biden administration in denial over iran's true intentions i think we know the answer to that and if so why why can't they confront the reality that we all see you know i'm going to punt this a little bit ask lindsey graham this on the set of fox and friends yesterday almost this exact same question if the ground level view is that these bands of i call them idiots but bands of, of whatever you want to call them people that are that are anti-us and anti the country they even live in like in yemen uh if, if these bands of people are attacking us at the ground level and at thirty thousand feet iran is supporting them then what's the sixty thousand foot view why can't we head this off 
at Iran. And, and I don't mean right now today, but over the last 40 years. Like, why is Iran such a thorn in our side? And I said, is it that China and Russia want to be aligned? And as a senior senator, even though I don't really agree with him very often, his, his opinion was very matter of fact. I said, if bombs dropped in Iran tomorrow, U.S. bombs, what would be the consequence? And he said, nothing beyond Iran is no longer a problem. I, I don't understand what I don't understand his view on that and the last six administrations actions all the way back to Carter or six presidents actions. Those don't line up. They don't. And so that, that leaves us all asking that question. Why are we afraid to tackle this if this is the route to other problems? Look at Iraq. I mean, we fought a war there for more than 10 years. Afghanistan for 20. The Middle East is difficult for us. And if they're saying now that all the roads lead back to Iran, then why are we fighting wars in other places? I'm not advocating for war in Iran. I'm asking why have we done what we've done over the last 40 years if it goes back to Iran? Well, there's also you can see, folks. Iran is aligned with, don't forget, China, Russia, and then you're going to have Cuba. Cuba is going to be involved in this and is and is allowing China they already have put bases in Cuba. Uh, you're going to see countries such as Venezuela and, and uh, South American countries that aren't going to be in the news, but I'm sure are secretly helping and working and pushing the communist movement to destroy America because the one world government that they want to form is essentially a communist one world government, but the ultimate power over everyone. And if they get rid of America, You've gotten rid of the Western world. All you have to do then is get rid of Israel. That's the way they look at it. And that's what's biblically prophesized, that eventually the whole world goes after Israel. This is what brings in the end times. This is what brings Christ's return in the very end, because Israel is going to be facing annihilation, but they never succeed at annihilating Israel. Because God is setting it up for them to be all drawn together to it's, it's all God drawing them together for his ultimate plan. So they have their ultimate plan, and they're going to find out that God has his ultimate plan. And I think that's what we're watching. Right, right in front of our face. And to most people, it'll be a surprise. Look, me warning right now, I don't believe we'll, we'll change. I, it'd be great our attitude and maybe we can push it off but I just think the vast majority of the American people don't even want to be bothered with this stuff because they just don't believe it could ever happen I love you guys get right with God go out and fight the good fight because we don't know so all you can do is fight the good fight as best as you can Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through him. I love you guys. See ya! Hey guys, don't forget to like and subscribe to my dad's channel. Otherwise, Joe Biden will come in your closet and sniff your hair. Hey guys, straight from the New American Magazine, the essential source for freedom-loving Americans, obviously, you got to check out Beyond the Cover. What is that? Well, the New American Magazine, of course, has a cover, and you want to go beyond that, right? But beyond just the cover story, but all the articles in there, you will find interviews and deeper insight from the people who contribute to the New American Magazine and go deeper and beyond the cover. That's with host Gary Benoit. So go ahead and check it out right at the New American. Dot com.
Go now.